Welcome to All The Things with Sarah Jean. This podcast is for you if you're ready to start living the life your soul came here to live, awaken your truth, inner power, unlimited potential, and magic, claim your desires, and intentionally manifest your dream life. The wisdom, tools, perspectives, and inner work I bring forth here are the exact ones that I use to go from being a chronically anxious, mood-swingy, reactive, unfulfilled, validation-seeking person who was numbing her life through binge and emotional eating, Netflix, and social media, and was staying small, living based on other people's terms, to a woman who owns, claims, and feels my worth, enoughness, and inner power. I'm now embodied in inner peace. I choose to walk with fear as I take risks and move toward my dreams and am manifesting and creating the wildly magical, expansive, and fulfilling life, business, and relationship my soul came to this earth to experience. Now, this is not to say that I'm perfect. I wholeheartedly believe that we're all on a journey of evolution, healing, and growth over our entire lifetime meaning there's no end game for this work and uncovering our highest potentials. There's always another level. I absolutely still face moments of doubt, anxiety, stress, sadness, and overwhelm in every human emotion on the spectrum. I just don't let them drive and run my reality anymore. My goal with this show is to let you in on the highs, lows, and in-betweens of every area of my life and how I flow through all the things with the devotion to creating and having my absolute best human adventure. Throughout this episode, I'm inviting you to take what feels like a yes to your soul and give yourself permission to let the rest go. The thoughts, opinions, and perspectives I share here have been uncovered in my life through my own experiences as a white, privileged, straight, able-bodied woman with all five senses. And currently, I do have a partner, but we do not have children yet. While these things influence my experiences and perspectives, I fully believe that every human on the planet has the ability to unlock their truth and highest potential, create inner peace, expansion, and joy, and manifest the lives their souls desire and came here for. If I ever say anything harmful or offensive and you feel called to reach out about it, please do, as I'm open to doing better and appreciate your feedback. And I speak on the show the way that I coach my clients. I'll never say, ask, present, or question anything here that I wouldn't to them. With that, know that my clients pay me to be real with them to shine light on the things they aren't seeing or don't want to look at so they can release and begin to heal what's really holding them back, leading to rapid evolution and transformation. I am so beyond happy to have you here and I'm extremely grateful that I get to do this life by your side. Let's go to the show. Hello, magical souls. Welcome back to another week of All the Things with Sarah Jean. So last week I recorded an intro for you, updating you on my life, and I was going to put it before my episode that I did with Ruth all about the alcohol sober curious movement. However, I had technical difficulties and I just didn't want to deal with it. So I 86 that intro and decided to just bring all the things into this episode. So that's what we'll start with. Um, And really it's just a lot of what's making me feel vibey lately. First one being spring is on the horizon in Michigan. God bless. I am so so happy about it. We've been getting some warmer days, which have allowed for the most blissful walks. So if you've been here for a while, you know that taking a walk with a training from one of my mentors or coaches or with a podcast in my ears, a podcast that's like, you know, teaching me something uplifting, inspiring, a podcast that vibes on the energy of expansion and abundance and growth. That is my all-time favorite practice for pretty much everything for amplifying joy, but also 
it's a great practice for me to use when I'm like needing something external to kind of lift my spirits and help me bring through my soul and who I really am. That practice of walking outside with fresh air in nature with an uplifting something, whether it's a training or a podcast in my ears, it's like my sure way to get in the energy of abundance and expansion and growth and magnetism and magic and desire and love. So all of that to say that I am so happy that the weather is warmer because inevitably in the winter, I definitely don't take those walks as much because we've gotten some really, really cold weather. I definitely still did. I held myself to this, you know, accountability standard of like at least going out once a week when it was super cold, but you guys saw that on my Instagram stories, but now that it's warm out, it's like a daily habit again. So Super, super happy about that. I'm also feeling really vibey about all things wedding. I'm sure that this will be a recurring theme for the next year and a half until we get married in the fall of 2024, because I'm just so obsessed with the wedding planning process. I'm having so much fun doing it. And I know that that's unique because there's that stigma of bridezilla and wedding planning being stressful and overwhelming and I'm approaching it from such a different place. So I think I'm going to start wedding talking. If you don't know what wedding talk is, it is a whole corner of the internet, specifically TikTok, that has a bunch of TikToks and videos on all things wedding planning. You can literally get answers to any questions that you have about weddings. There are so many ideas for DIY stuff and just cute things that we can do for our weddings to make them fun and unique. So I've been immersed in wedding talk, getting ideas, but I'm also like feeling called to create some and to contribute to that corner of the internet because I feel like I'm approaching my wedding in a very different way than a lot of brides have historically in a way that, you know, really embodies all of the work that I've done on myself. I'm approaching my wedding from this very emotionally intelligent place and from a place of creating a day that Zach and I desire for not only ourselves, but our friends and our loved ones and letting that be the priority. I'm prioritizing pleasure and peace in this whole process. And it's just been really enjoyable. And even in the moments where it hasn't been, there have been some moments, of course, right? We're human with the guest list. I think I'm going to mention that at some point in an earlier episode, guest list, and then also just the investment of a wedding that have brought up some feelings. And it's just so cool to be able to experience those challenges and experience those hard times. Because as you guys know, I'm an embodiment of the truth that our triggers and the hard moments are the greatest opportunity for growth. The things that make us feel uncomfortable, that get us out of our comfort zones, that bring up these conversations that, you know, have big feelings attached to them. It's the greatest opportunity for us to heal the parts of us that get to be healed and evolve into our truth and embody our truth. So approaching it from this place, it's been just super enjoyable. And again, fun. I'm letting my inner child play with this wedding. I'm planning on doing so many DIY things and like, yes, of course, that'll save money, which will be great. And it's fun for my inner child. Like my inner child loves crafting and creating and just my inner child gets so much joy of a bunch of different moving pieces eventually coming together. I swear. I, and again, I think I might've said this already, but I was a wedding planner in another lifetime because this is right up my alley. So I'm having a lot of fun doing it and I'm going to start sharing it 
we went for our first tasting. You guys might've seen that on my Instagram story. The other day we went to this place in Grand Rapids. It's a smaller local business and we had the best time. The food was delicious, like so, so good. And we really vibed with the owner and the manager of that company. And I think that's really important. So it was a one and done. We're going with them. We're just trusting our heart and the feelings that we both got that said, hell yes. So one and done, we're going with them. We booked them. That feels really good. Something else I've been loving about this wedding stuff is like with a wedding, typically all of the vendors that you're hiring, the venue, the DJ, the catering, the flowers, it's all local businesses, which feels so so good. I love spending my money and investing my money in local businesses. Like nothing lights me up more. Okay. I shouldn't say nothing. I think there are a lot of things that light me up, but you know what I mean? I feel so lit up by that. And that's something that you guys can actually try on. So a practice that I'm thinking about right now that I did in the past that really helped me shift my relationship to money and allowing myself to receive money and to build wealth is because in life there is a stigma around wealth and wealthy people and people who have money, right? Like we grow up not only hearing, but seeing on movies and on TV shows that rich people are greedy and rich people do bad things with their money. And when you have money, you're a bad person. And that blocks us from receiving the wealth and the money that we deserve to support our highest lives and a life full of freedom. And so something that one of my past mentors invited me into was why don't you journal out all the ways in which you will spend your money when you have big money? When you build your wealth and you have this money, how will you spend it? Because yeah, there's a stigma that people who have money spend it in poor ways, but is that your truth? Like, is that an ultimate truth? You guys might've heard me say this before, but money is just an amplifier of who we are in my opinion. So I sat with that and I'm like, okay, let me take a moment to journal out all the ways in which I'll spend my money when I have money. And doing that was a huge awakening for me because I'm like, oh my gosh, the ripples that I'm going to be able to create in the world and other people's lives and the lives of my family, my friends, myself are so beautiful and so deep because of who I be with money. And one of those things that I journaled out was supporting local businesses and shopping local. And so that's it for now on that piece. I actually have a lot of big conversations to have with you guys around money and the scarcity wound and abundance coming up in the next couple of months, just because of some massive things that I've been shifting and experiencing as of lately. And it's something I feel really passionate about, but I haven't talked much about yet. So I'm opening that door soon um, to having these conversations, but anyways, this wedding is just lighting me up because I do get to invest our money in these local vendors, which just feels super, super fulfilling. So wedding talks to show you all the behind the scenes coming soon. All right. So weather, wedding, what else is making me feel vibe lately? My work per usual, right? My work is just lighting me up my first full week back to work. This is going to be a great transition into what we're talking about today, but my first full week back to work post vacation was last week and my first week back though, it's a lot. And that's what we're again, diving into today. It's also usually really fun and inspiring and motivating for me because 
the conversations that my clients and I have after a week of me being gone and a week of us not keeping in touch are always so powerful. There's always so many celebrations for them to share so much to celebrate and shine light on in the places in which they're growing and evolving. And there's also some challenges that they've got to either lead themselves through or that they get to receive my guidance on. And so many breakthroughs come from that as well. So I had some really deep conversations, especially with my private clients last week. I had two private clients that are standing out to me right now. One of them, it was just a session of like, oh my gosh, the growth that has happened in four months in this container. The other session was, I watched her have a breakthrough, like right in front of my eyes, which was super cool. And also my business mastermind stands out too, because we've had some, like whenever I get back into my business mastermind after a week or so gone, it is just all the inspiring vibes. So that's also been lighting me up and let's transition into our topic today. There is the truth that whenever we're going through, I'm just going to say a transition in general. Today, we're going to talk about the transition from vacation and taking a vacation back into your day-to-day life, but transitions in general can come with overwhelm. And the reason I'm bringing this topic up today is because I take my signs from the universe. So when I went on my trip to Florida, my birthday trip at the end of January, I getting, and now I'm, I was always excited. You guys know that I've built a life at home that I'm so obsessed with that I actually look forward to coming home and it's not hard for me to come home. Like I, I enjoy it. And that doesn't mean that there's not overwhelm or stress because I just took a week off. So when I came home from my Florida trip, I noticed the sensations of overwhelm, the sensations of, oh my gosh, like I didn't work for a week. There's so much to get done. There's so much to do. And it was present then. And I've noticed that coming home from Puerto Rico, it also was present, but nowhere near as much as it was coming home from Florida. So when it, when I came home from Florida, I worked through it. So that next week I had a session with my therapist, a session with my coach, and that was what I brought up. And they helped hold me in like, you know, moving through those sensations of overwhelm, those feelings of being behind, um, you know, not whatever, dropping the ball, whatever it was. I worked through it. I led myself through it. I broke through in so many areas. I brought through so much wisdom that I'm going to share with you today that I then became an embodiment of when it came to my transition from vacation in Puerto Rico back to my everyday life last week. Well, by the time you listen to this, it'll be a couple weeks ago now. So I want to share what that wisdom is because again, it's helped me so much. And I just noticed those trips were maybe like a month and a half apart. And there has been such a massive difference energetically in how I felt making that transition. So I want to share it with you. So anyway, signs from the universe. So obviously I noticed that in myself, like the huge difference, but then I come home from this Puerto Rico trip and I talked to two people. One of them was a client and one of them was a friend who were struggling with the exact same thing. And I'm like, all right, this is a podcast episode because if I was going through it slash kind of am going through it. You guys are struggling with it. Then very clearly that means that there are other people who also struggle with this. And I am the perfect person to speak to it because of my embodiment in this area just in the past couple of months. So let's get into it. I'm going to share four things with you guys. Now, again, it could be a transition from vacation to work. 
Um, you know, maybe you're an entrepreneur as well and you're feeling this, or maybe you aren't an entrepreneur. You just have a day-to-day life. Maybe you are a mom. So one of my friends that I talked to who was struggling with this is a mom. And so having children and getting back to work played a really big role. Maybe you're going through another transition in life that just feels overwhelming. I'm pretty positive that what I'm about to share here will help you in that area. So I'm going to give you four tips, four pieces of wisdom today to try on, apply, and embody when you're going through a transition, especially if it's a transition from taking a break, taking time off. Oh, the other one I'm thinking of is maternity leave. Maybe you were on maternity leave and now you're getting back into your business or your workflow. That can be, this can be really powerful for that transition as well. Um, so these four pieces, if you embody them and apply them when going through a transition, you'll feel so much more inner peace when making that shift. All right. So number one, first and foremost is to know and remind yourself that it's okay. That it's okay to be feeling the sensations of overwhelm, to be feeling like you're behind, like you're dropping the ball, like you're feeling like all of those stories, all of those feelings are okay. And they don't mean anything about you. If you have sensations of overwhelm or stress, or it feels like heavy making that transition, it's okay. It doesn't mean that anything's wrong with you. It doesn't mean that you're feeling, it doesn't mean that you're dropping the ball. The stories that you're telling around it are not ultimate truths. It's okay to be feeling the way that you are feeling. Often it's not even about the feelings, but rather the stories we tell about them. So often it's not about the overwhelm that we feel, but what we're making that overwhelm mean. So I know that just looking back on my two recent experiences, transitioning from my vacation in Florida back into my work life, I was making the overwhelm mean that I'm dropping the ball, that I'm failing my clients, that I'm failing in my business, that because I'm feeling overwhelmed, that means that I'm going to have a really shitty month, that the month of head is going to be really hard. It's going to be a struggle. It's going to be a challenge. It's not going to look good for me. Like the forecast doesn't look good because I'm feeling this overwhelm now. And all of those stories are not true. They are just stories. My mind was making the overwhelm mean something that it didn't mean. And so I remember my therapist was actually the one who said this. She's like, can it, can it just be okay that you're feeling overwhelmed? Like, of course, she's giving me my own teachings, right? And I'm like, yeah, you're right. I literally just told another client that about something she's facing. And so I really got to be a, a vessel of my own work and just make it okay that I was feeling overwhelmed and just remind myself that I get to let go of the stories. Because if I can just be with this feeling of overwhelm and just see it and observe it and let it be what it is, it's going to release. It's going to move through me. I'm going to be able to let it go. Nothing is permanent. Every single feeling, every single emotion is temporary always. So just like excitement and joy and gratitude is temporary, so is overwhelm, so is stress, so is anxiety, unless, unless you tell a story about it. If you can just observe the initial feeling and let it be what it is without telling stories, it will move through you so quickly. However, if you start telling stories about the way that you're feeling, what happens is you layer these other bad feelings on top of that initial feeling. So for some context, back in January, when I was making that transition, it was overwhelm. 
But then I was telling the story that, oh my gosh, this overwhelm means that I'm dropping the ball. And now I'm worried because I'm, I'm like, shoot, I'm dropping the ball. Where am I dropping the ball? Who am I forgetting about? Where am I not showing up for my client? So there was worry. And then those stories created stress, which then created this fear. Like, oh my gosh, what if I'm feeling, what if I'm, I'm feeling in my business right now? What if I've accidentally created a business where I can't take time off and that's not what I wanted. I created this business intentionally so that I could travel whenever I wanted. So then there was fear. So then there was like overwhelm and worry and stress and fear. And then that led to anxiety. And it's like, now I'm getting myself trapped in the low vibe emotion. And it's going to, it lasted like that for a while. Right. Whereas if you can just let go of the stories and just let it be okay that you're feeling overwhelmed or you're feeling whatever way that you're feeling and just remind yourself that I'm human. And of course I'm going to feel this way and that's okay. You give yourself all the spaciousness to actually move that feeling through you and come back to a place of living in alignment with your truth, which is that it's all okay. So tip number one is it's okay. Nothing's wrong with you. Let it be what it is. Like even people who, and I I just got to sit with this and think about it. It's like, I'm working with a coach right now who has a multi-million dollar business and she has been in this work for way longer than I have. She has been being a coach and running a business for way longer than I have. And she is super transparent about the fact that, you know, everything's not perfect in her life, even though she's way ahead of I am. And it's just proof that these things are never going to go away. It's just learning how to work with them. So the way that you're feeling doesn't mean anything about you. It doesn't mean anything about your future. It doesn't mean anything about your potential. It doesn't mean anything about your business or your career or your kids. It just is what it is. So let it be what it is. The second piece that has come through within all of this that has helped me tenfold. And I really feel like this one is super big when it comes to my shifts, just in such a short amount of time, like these vacations being a month and a half apart is the truth that life is not a race. Life is not a race. Like your goals, your dreams, your desires for yourself, for your business, for your career, for your family, there is no race in getting there. When I look back on both of these experiences, I had my transitions from Florida and from Puerto Rico, a recurring idea was I've got to get it all done. I've got to get it all done now. Like, no, I don't. (laughs) Neither do you. Life isn't a race. Like I understand that if you are not an entrepreneur and you have a day-to-day job, I, I totally get and respect that you may have deadlines and life isn't a race. So yes, you may have deadlines, but it's like, where else are you acting like life is a race and you've got to get this done right now. And you've got to be there right now when that's not necessarily true. Like, again, yes, you may have deadlines that you get to meet, but like, where can you apply this truth that life is not a race, that everything's going to happen in perfect timing as it's supposed to. But especially if you resonate with being an entrepreneur, just remember, it's not a race to have the most successful business because like what even is a successful business and the goals and the dreams and you desire and the desires that you have right now for yourself, once you bring them to fruition, there's going to be another level. Like this is a journey of evolution and growth. It's ongoing with our desires. Once we have our desires, we have another desire and that's beautiful. Like that's, it's, it's awesome because desire is our fuel. Like desire is such an important part of life 
So it's great that we always want to grow and you get to remember that like, it's not a race to the finish line. Your dreams, desires, to goals, there is no finish line for them because even if there were, once you cross that finish line, you'd have another mile to run or another hundred or a thousand miles to run. So remember that it's not a race. And I want to give you some deeper context when I'm coming back from, or when I was coming back from Puerto Rico, I was also in the process of launching the confident and courageous creatrix 2.0. And so the thought pattern that I heard was my gosh, I was just on vacation. I didn't really post a ton. I didn't do a ton of marketing around the confident courageous creatrix 2.0. I could have done more. I could have put more into it. And now I'm in the final stretch of this launch. I'm in the last week of this launch. I've got to do it all. I got to do all the things I have to push. I have to promote. I have to market. I have to send the emails and post the posts and, um, like, you know, do all the things, post the stories, go live. And then this deep wisdom came in and was like, no, you don't, (laughs) no, you don't. Because having, you know, Creatrix having 50 to a hundred people in it, it's not a race there. And at this time, I think there were already like, I don't know, 10 people enrolled. And I'm like, that's beautiful. And I'm so grateful for all of them. And I'm so excited for those 10 people and what they're about to go through. And I'm so stoked that I get to lead these 10 souls and that's enough. And it's not a race to 50 to hundred people being in this container one day. There is no race there. It will happen. And I get to show up this week from a place of peace and expansion and follow my happiness and my desire. And if it feels aligning to post and share, I'll do it. And if it doesn't, I won't. And I trust that whoever's meant to be in this round will be, and there is no race to the success of this course as in the amount of enrollees. And this course is very successful for a lot of different reasons than the amount of people who have gone through it and who are going through it. So just remembering that life is not a race. It's not. You get to enjoy your journey because the journey ends up being the most cherished part of this entire life experience. Like going back to this example with Creatrix, it's like I could have lived from this place of, oh my gosh, I got to do it all. I got to, I got to, I got to push. I got to promote. I got to do it all. I got to get all the enrollment. I got to get the people in. I could have lived my week like that. But then what would have happened is the moment that I did the opening call for Creatrix, I would have been exhausted. I would have felt burnt out. This Creatrix is an intense portal. It's it's like almost, I think it's like seven days straight. And then we get to take a little break and then we do, we finish out the last week but it's every single day. It's me showing up, coaching, leading, guiding, supporting every single day for this, you know, seven day stretch before we take two days off for integration and embodiment. And so if I would have pushed for the enrollment that last week, I would have felt so burnt out. I wouldn't have been able to give my full self. And that's not fair to anybody in that course. Not only that, but like you guys have heard me say this before, if you don't enjoy the journey to your desires coming to fruition, what's the freaking point? What's the point? If I would have hustled my ass off that week and gotten whatever 10 more clients into this container, it wouldn't have felt super good because I wouldn't have enjoyed the process of those clients dropping in. So I'm going to wrap this one, but again, it's just more of like an energetic transmission. Life isn't a race. It's not a race. You get to give yourself permission to enjoy the journey. Yes. Take, take action steps toward your dreams and desires. Yes. Absolutely. It's not like, oh, I'm just going to like veg out and do nothing this week and absolutely do nothing for my launch and for this program. I'm just going to avoid. It's not that it's, 
I'm going to give myself permission to tap into pleasure and peace and expansion and play. And I'm going to keep taking steps to the best of my ability, to the capacity that I have now toward my dreams, desires, and goals, and let that be enough. Okay. Piece number three is, and this is more of like a permission slip from me to you, from you to yourself. It's okay to drop the ball sometimes. It's okay to drop the ball sometimes. It's okay to lose it. So I want to speak to actually the lose it one really quickly because the other friend I was referring to that was going through the same thing this past week, she had said to me like, something along the lines of like, I felt like I was going to lose it. And I'm like, girl, let yourself lose it. It's okay to lose it because what is the opposite of that? Like, if you think of like, I feel like I'm going to lose it. What does that actually mean? What that means is that you're suppressing all of these feelings that you need to feel in order for these feelings to move through you. Like, I feel like I'm going to lose it, but I'm just trying to hold on and grip on and keep my shit together and act like I've got it all together is suppressing stress and anxiety and overwhelm and all these big feelings that are heavy that want to come out of you. It's okay to lose it. It's okay to give yourself a scream or a cry, like lose it on somebody else. No. And actually, if you don't give yourself that permission to lose it in a healthy way, chances are it's actually going to come out on somebody else. It's going to come out on your partner or your kids or your coworkers or somebody in your life, your friends, your family. So it's okay to let yourself lose it. If you are in the process of a transition, that's bringing a lot of big feels through the stress, this overwhelm, this anxiety, scream into a pillow, you drop your kids off at school. And once they're out, like in a way where they can't hear you, let yourself scream in the car, give yourself a good cry. You're going to feel so much better afterward. And now speaking to the part of it's okay to drop the ball. It is, I feel like in this world and it is changing. It is 100% changing, but we in general, especially as women, especially as people who have more of the pull toward the feminine energy, we tend to think that we need to be perfect, that we need to be perfect in order to be loved, that we need to hit all the nails on the head to the T in order for things to function. It's just not true. You guys, it's just not true. Like you don't have to be perfect in order to be loved. You don't have to hit the nail on the head in order for things to still work out and be okay. It's okay to drop the ball sometimes. And again, dropping the ball, it's got such a negative connotation. We tell these stories about it. Well, if I drop the ball, that means I'm failing. If I drop the ball and I miss uh, the deadline or I miss the sign up or I miss, or I forget to respond to the client, that means that I'm failing. I'm failing as a mom. I'm failing as a business owner. I'm failing as an employee. I'm going to get fired. I'm going to lose my business. I'm going to ruin my kid. Like none of that is true. None of that is true. I want you to look back on a time where you've dropped the ball maybe a bit on something and it ended up being okay. It ended up all working out anyway. I'm sure that you have that time. And if you don't, I'm sure that you know somebody who has. I sure do. 
And I definitely have those moments in life where I've dropped the ball and it's all okay. I'm good. Things are good. Life is good. You follow me on Instagram, you know, I have a really great life. Guess what? That life was created by me giving myself permission to drop the ball sometimes. And actually I do believe that one of the reasons I'm so embodied in inner peace is because I'm not obsessed with everything being perfect and hitting all the nails on the head all of the time. And I do tell myself, so this is another, um, if you guys watched my live on Instagram, where I talked about life, not being a race, another piece I brought in there is nothing's an emergency and there are outliers. I understand that sometimes there are legitimate emergencies. And for the most part, the things that our minds make an emergency that we're so concerned on not dropping the ball around, they actually aren't an emergency. So I believe the reason that I'm so embodied in inner peace is because I've started to really adopt that belief that nothing's an emergency. And even if I do drop the ball, like if I'm dropping the ball at the sake of my peace and happiness, it's okay. Like if I need to drop one of the balls in order for me to be peaceful and sane and feel good, that's okay. Because my happiness is important. My peace is important. And if I stress myself the fuck out in order to not drop a ball, that's not serving anybody. And that's actually going to result in me being lower than I am right now in the future. Like, just think of that, that like tension in your body of like, I can't drop all the ball, any of the balls. I have to keep juggling all the balls and I have to keep them up and everything has to be perfect. The anxiety, the stress, the overwhelm, that's going to eventually lead to you ending up in bed sick for an, or depressed for an entire weekend. Like you're not serving anybody. Sometimes the better thing to do is to give yourself permission to drop the ball and prioritize yourself, your peace, your happiness, and trust that you're going to be a better version of you for that thing eventually, because you gave yourself permission. So it's okay to drop the ball. Sometimes we are human. We are not robots. We're never going to be perfect. And even when we drop the ball, things are still going to be okay. And I know that you can trust yourself enough to not drop the ball so many times that things aren't okay. Like if you're resonating with this, I know that you're that kind of person. So give yourself that leeway. And you know, a lot of the times what I've noticed is that when I've given myself permission to drop the ball, I don't, I don't drop the ball and it seems easier and it seems more pleasurable and more easeful than when I was putting all this pressure on myself to not drop the ball. It's because that takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of energy. It consumes a lot of our thoughts and our energy and our feelings when we have all this pressure to get everything perfect. But the moment you release that pressure of perfectionism, you still show up for the things. It just feels a lot different. So it's okay to drop the ball. It's okay to lose it. Nothing's an emergency. Now, the last piece that I brought in that has changed things for me drastically when it comes to making these bigger transitions is look at the evidence from the past where you've gotten it all done. Okay. So backstory from where this comes from. When transitioning from vacation to work life, what usually creates the overwhelm is all the things that you feel like you need to get done. It's like, okay, I just took a week off and now there are all these things. There's all the social media posts I need to catch up on. There are all these pieces of this backend that I need to create. There are uh, like all my clients that I get to, you know, catch up with and listen to their voicemails and messages and get back to all of them. There are all these things that I get to create. And I just, you know, took a week off where I wasn't working toward my dreams, desires, and goals. So now I have this to-do list that has just kind of piled up from when I was gone. 
And so a thought pattern that creates that overwhelm is there's so much to do. How am I going to get this all done? I don't know if I can handle this. I don't know if I can get it all done. Yes, you can look at the times in the past where you've gotten it all done or where you haven't gotten it all done that exact moment or in that exact week, but it still ended up okay. So I did this for both of these trips for Florida and for Puerto Rico, but I looked at times in the past. I've traveled a ton, excuse me. I've traveled a ton and there were a lot of moments in the past where I came home from like Dominican Republic and from Fort Lauderdale and gotten back into my day-to-day life and felt this way. What if I don't get it all done? And I got it all done. I always have, and I always will. I can trust myself to get it all done. It doesn't need to be done today. It doesn't need to be done this week. It doesn't even need to be done this month. Not always, right? Again, there are those outliers, but a lot of the things like they don't need to be done this second. And I can trust myself to get it all done eventually and trust that I will get all the things done in perfect timing. And you know what? I've also noticed that there are things that I put on my to-do list that I don't even need to get done. Like they're just kind of that fluff. It's that part of me that just thinks that life needs to be hard. It needs to be harder than what I'm letting it be. And so there are things that I just give myself permission to delete off of my to-do list. Cause it's like, that's just not necessary. And you know, maybe like, for example, updating my website, it's like, that doesn't need to be done. That's something that gets to happen one day down the road when I'm ready to hire somebody to do my website, because I have no interest in like building out my website at this point in my business. That's just not, I don't want to do it. I want to be a part of the creation, like what it looks like, the vibe of it, but I don't want to build it. So I get to just delete that. So anywho, this piece of this evidence, looking at the evidence where you've gotten all done, you can trust yourself. So often we look at places where we've whatever failed ourselves in the past, if you will, we look at places where we can't trust ourselves, but the truth is there are a lot of places where you can trust yourself. This being one of them. When have you not, again, like look back, when have you not gotten everything done? Are there ever any experiences of that or have you always gotten it all done? And if you have had a moment where you didn't get it all done, was it okay? What ended up happening? Was it the end of the world? Probably not. So these are my four pieces of wisdom that I have been embodying while making this transition from Puerto Rico back into my day-to-day life that have changed the game for me that completely shifted. Oh my gosh. Just thinking of last week compared to my week coming home from Florida, the energetics, the vibes, the chill, the peace, the love, the happiness, the expansion is so different. And it feels so good. And of course, me feeling good is how I create my dream reality. So I know that as I feel good and the more I feel good, the quicker all of my dreams are flowing to me. And the life that I desire is coming to fruition. And I have so much proof of that just through this past week. So just as a recap, the four pieces of wisdom I want you to take with you when making a transition, whether it's vacation back into your everyday life or your work or maternity leaf back into your everyday life or whatever the transition is. Maybe you just like took a hiatus or took some time off of the business that you're creating, you know, to get some things in order. And now you're back. Number one, it's okay. If you're feeling overwhelmed, nothing is wrong with you. It does not mean that you're feeling, it doesn't mean anything about you. Number two, life is not a race. Number three, it's okay to drop the ball. Sometimes it's okay to lose it. Nothing's an emergency. And number four, Look at that evidence from the past that you've gotten it all done. 
because you have it. You've got it all done then. You can trust yourself to get it all done now. All right. So that is it for today's episode. If this landed with you, please let me know. Slide into my DMs on Instagram. I would love, love, love to hear from you. I hope you have a beautiful weekend. Make some time for pleasure and play. Give yourself the life that you desire and dream of because it can be yours literally today if you let it be. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. And I'll talk to you next week on all the things with Sarah G. And that concludes today's show. Thank you so much for listening. And if you are listening before May 1st of 2023, be sure to leave a rating and a review to be entered into a giveaway for a grand prize of an entire whole ass course or portal with me, a very vibey journal, and also a piece of merch from my up and coming merchandise line. This giveaway is valued at over $1,300. So it's one that you don't want to miss out on. Again, leave a rating and a review below, whether you're listening on Apple podcast or Spotify, or if you're listening somewhere else, I'll give you another way to enter into this giveaway. Just DM me. All right. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week.